Welcome to the Elite Sales Podcast, brought to you by Family First Life Elite. Don't forget to leave a review and subscribe. Now let's get into the show. Thanks for joining us this week on the Elite Sales Podcast. You know, I'm joined in the studio this week by Jonathan Reynoso. How long, how long have you been with us now? Uh, so I got my license back in uh, January, but I was just kind of like a lost soul, just wandering around, not really into it. Um, I officially be- became full-time June 17th, so just turned about two months. Full-time. Okay. So back in January, what, how did you get into whole insurance business anyway? Uh, yeah, so I came from the construction industry. Yep. Um, been doing this since I graduated high school. Um, was getting paid good. Um, my manager actually there was, um, was with FFL. He told me about it. I just kind of Wiped it off, didn't really take it serious. Um, <clears throat> but how long, like, how long know, did he tell you about it before you actually did anything? Uh, probably like two weeks, to be honest, because I'm, I'm a very, I'm always looking for more information. So right away I got on YouTube, seen all these crazy numbers. And, you know, right away I got on getting licensing. Yeah. Okay. So th- what, a, what, about the, what about that attracted you? Just that you could do more, make more? Like, uh, obviously, the money is always going to attract people, but it's also, um, I was very not in a good environment. I was making good money, but it was just, wasn't for me. Uh, so I was already looking for a new opportunity and it just seemed like something I could fit in. Okay. Yeah. So once you, once you made the decision that you, you could see yourself doing it, then you took your course. Yeah. I, I took, probably took me around three weeks to get a license. After that, it was just kind of very part-time since I was still working full-time on my other job. And even part-time, I was probably only doing maybe 15 families a month um, and did that for about six months. Yeah. We're also joined in the studio this week by Clifton Henry of FFL Generational. You guys living? You were meeting him in in Miami? Uh, (laughs) No, I didn't. Wait, wait. No, I don't don't remember. Well, I remember meeting Jonathan at a national convention in Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top golf. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you were at Top Golf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I think I saw your face, but we never actually Yeah, yeah. We yeah. didn't yeah. meet okay. properly. Yeah. Came came in with the crew and you know, just oh, there's a lot of people there in the night. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't even know anything about phone. I still went to Miami, so I definitely wanted to get more information. Nice. I mean, there's worse places to go for information than Miami, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, um, yeah. So, did you get a chance to talk to a lot of people at convention? Uh, yes and no. Obviously, I was just I felt there's so many you know big people out there in this industry. It kind of feels like you're just like wandering around, but you got to make yourself uncomfortable yeah. uh, to get the information that you need. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think a lot of people. It's kind of a natural thing. A lot of people they go to these big events, and sometimes there's a fine line to walk in terms of being humble and also yeah. not asserting yourself enough because, mm-hmm. you know, the whole point of these events is to, for you to gain information, yeah. for you to learn more about it, to figure out how you fit in, how, what you, what you would like to do, what you would, you know, if for whatever you would like to accomplish, like go talk to people that are actually doing it. Yeah. And some, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes we get stuck in them, but you know, that's the beautiful thing about what we do about sales in general, but just here at Family First Life in particular, just, you got to talk to people. Yeah. You want to make money. You want to grow. You got to talk to people. Agreed. Yeah. If, if I see that you're doing even a little better than me, and if you haven't got a message from me, just wait on it. Cause you probably will get a message. Um, I'm not, 
I'm not afraid of messaging anybody. I don't care if you don't reply to me. I'm going to send you a message. <laughs> Love and it. either you answer me or not, but I'm always going to look for that information. Love it. That's yeah. Cool. He reached out to you before, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, I, it was just random. I was like, oh, uh, okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> I'm telling you, if I haven't yeah, messaged you, just wait on it. I remember Cliff, you messaging Cliff and Cliff being like, yeah, you're not on my team. I'm not going to help you. I definitely. Yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely. Yeah. I, I think I remember that. I'm yeah. always willing to help out anyone who asks, but uh, yeah, it was, I, I, it was just unexpected. I was like, oh shit, don't I know him? Oh, oh snaps. Don't I know him? <laughs> yeah. And I, because I always see you dropping bombs in the, in the group, you know, whatever. So I'm like, oh, I know exactly who this is, but yeah. 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 What'd you, what'd you ask him about? I think it was, I think he actually I think it's about recruiting, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I, I asked, I want to know everything. You know, I'm like Bradley told us, you know, seek more information every single day. So if I see you're doing better than me, I want to know how you did it. You know, what do I have to do to get there at least? And you know, I'm always looking for it. Always looking for it. Nice. Okay. So let's let's go back to your your journey here so far then. So you you joined you joined in January, went mm-hmm. to convention, kind of did part-time. Yeah what made you decide to go full-time um so obviously on the on our group me you see all these crazy numbers and some of them are kind of just unbelievable it's like what like no but it's real right and so um probably towards the maybe may or so may june i just really started dreading my job i just got up every day dragging my feet out of bed and it got to the point where I let you know what? No, I need to do this. You know, I had, this has to work because I had no plan B. This has to work. So, because I don't know anybody that had a plan B and didn't need to use it. So, right. I let, you know what? I'm not going to give myself a plan B. This is my plan A. This has to work. So, probably two weeks prior of that, I said, you know what? This is my last day of work. And I started right away. Yeah. yeah. Well, you had reached out to me and said, like, hey, I'm thinking about yeah. doing this full time. Mm-hmm. Like, and then you said you just wanted to pick my brain a little bit. Yeah. Had you already quit by that point? Uh, probably not. I was probably getting ready though. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. I'm I, I was like, I was like, okay, well, if you're gonna go full time, I mean, like, it definitely can work. Yeah. But are you are you willing to let go of all the things that you had before and willing exactly. to just buy into this brand new? Yeah. So I had a lot to lose. Like I was telling now, bro. You know, I have a mortgage. I have car payments. I have a family to take care of. I had a good paying job. I had everything to lose, but I knew if I applied the same worth ethic that I had over there, if I, if I simply just apply it over here, everything would turn out fine. And, and it's, it's been a blessing. So what, what do you think was your biggest concern when you decided to go full-time? Like what, what do you think was going to be the biggest challenge? Um, well, the biggest challenge was probably just trusting myself, trusting in myself. Um, but then sometimes you just gotta, you know, I got to here doing this. It's no different anywhere else. Just a, do the same thing you've been doing, just treat it like a job, basically. Well, so we were we were talking earlier. We we're like, what's what's been the biggest challenge for you so far? Because you said the the mechanics of of what we do, it's not hard, right? No, no, simple. So I'm I'm not saying it's a I'm not saying it's an easy job. It's clearly not an easy job. Or mm-hmm. I mean, if you're running your business, it shouldn't be easy. If no. it's easy, that means you're not challenging yourself. You're not you're not you're not really getting out of your comfort zone. You're not really growing. Yeah. But then as far as what we do itself, it's simple. Yeah. You know, we, people fill out, fill out a lead, you call them, you set an appointment, you go out and see them, you help, help them best you can. Yeah. I have a question for, uh, for John. So obviously like labor 
you know, whatever it may be, in the, you're in the construction industry, going into sales, they might see that most people would say that that's kind of like opposite careers, right? Definitely. What would you say to someone that's maybe in the field that you were in, you know, that's looking to transition and kind of do what you did? Um, so I could definitely say, you know, coming here, it really opens your mind. Uh, so you just got to be open to trying something new. Okay. And you have to be willing to know that there is better out there. And you just got to get out that little bubble you're in and just put more air in your bubble. And there is more better opportunities out there. So when you, when you were in construction, were you like out, out in the sun all day long? Oh, so you have everything. You have, you know, the rain, snow, heat, you name it, you're in it. So um, I did that for six years and I was only there because you get used to that paycheck. You know, that paycheck was paying all my bills. So I, I was terrified to come in here. Um, but then I just, I said, you know what? Obviously, part-time, I had a little taste of it. I know what I could do. So I simply told myself, if I could simply just put in these hours I've been doing here, apply it here, it's going to work. It has to work. Everybody else is doing it. Why would it not work for me? Right. Yeah. Well, plus that and, you know, I guess for a career track, you, you don't want to be in your 50s and 60s still yeah exactly that, that, that labor right? yes that's what i would tell my wife all the time like dude i'm gonna by the time i'm 50 you're gonna be pushing me around in a wheelchair this job is physically demanding yeah, and, like, and i have to give her some props because she's the one that told me hey you know what by this day i don't care what you do but i'm gonna call your boss if you don't quit <laughs> and by that day i was working here so I got to give her some props too, for sure. It's nice to have that support at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, cause we used to, we used to work for this company that they, we worked with unions mm-hmm. and every once in a while we see a union member, yeah. you know, but then like, especially the, the labor heavy ones, like if, if they're in their fifties and sixties, like by the time we, we went to go see them, like they were beat up, yeah. <sighs> they were like struggling just to get around. It was just like, it's like, it's like That's life's too short it. for that. Yeah. yeah it, it's a good pain industry. Uh, but like it's, there's a lot, there's, it pays good for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you have to put your body through it. Uh, probably spend less time with your family. A lot of people travel out of state. Um, so you, like I said, you just got to be open to new opportunities and, and just be ready to work. And I got a ton of respect for those people. I mean, like, don't, 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 don't mistake what I'm saying. You know, I think, I think for any honest work, it's, there's, there's level of nobility to it. You know, but when it comes to like something that physically intensive, that's so so laborious, I mean, the thing is, you can't you can't enjoy your quality of life when you finally do get a chance to retire. Yeah, like, you know, you're physically you may not even be there to, to be able to do it. I was just gonna say that, like a lot of the people that we you know had to, to be in contact with at the old company, like we would try to book appointments. We're like, when do you get off work? You know, five, whatever it may be. But they like they were so beat by the time we got there, so tired yeah, that nice. like it's almost that that's like their one free time to like just chill. And we're over here trying to book appointments with these guys. Um, so it's just like, people don't think about that. Yeah. You're only working, you know, you know, nine to five or whatever, maybe maybe eight hours, 10 hours a day, but that rest of the hours, you're so beat that, you know, you yeah. essentially your, your whole week's gone, you know, it's tough. Yeah. Shower, dinner, sleep, that's back it. at it. Mm-hmm. And you're working like pretty uncomfortable, especially if you're trying to beat the heat in a lot of these places, right. You got to yeah. get up extra early and, yeah. So they're all day. So now, now you've hopped into this full time. So, oh, I physically, I, how do you feel? Oh, I think I'm spoiled now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I tell, we're in the AC. 
Yeah. Obviously, the probably the only heat I get is when I'm from my car walking to that door. That's <laughs> the only type of sun I probably get. Yeah. So I mean, what more do you want? Yeah. So you're so you're still doing primarily most of your business face to face with clients. Yeah, probably eighty percent. What I actually been trying to implement is obviously Monday through Wednesday I'll, I'll do all my in home stuff, and then uh, Thursday through Saturday. Um, I'll try to do everything telesales. Because you got a couple kids. So. Yeah, I have, I have two two little girls. Uh, but mainly because I just think, you know, you telesales is just an extra tool you can put in your bag. And it's obviously, I think it's the future. Yep. So you either get with it, you can get left behind. Yeah, with the, with the virtual and telesales platform, now a lot of people come in just doing strictly telesales or strictly virtual. I mean, you did you did you make a decision to go face-to-face first or yeah um just because i feel like i'm a very um people feel comfortable around me uh, they don't i feel like i'm good at making releasing that sales pressure um and i always thought this is easy you know, as long as i get in their door it's done so but i noticed i struggle a lot more with telesales you know but obviously it's something that you need to get used to a lot of practice and for those of you that out there that haven't started yet i mean my personal recommendation would still be to go in person. Yeah. Learn the figure, figure that part out first. Cause the thing is you can always learn the telesales and the virtual sales yeah. on the back end because you don't, you don't need anything for that. Yeah. All you gotta do is just be able to get on, get on a call and get on your computer. But you know, if you're, if you're still trying to figure this thing out, you're trying to learn the whole sales process face to face is the fastest and best way to learn. In my opinion, yep. you know, you get, you get actually see the person sitting across from you. You get, you get to read their body language you got to see what, see what their facial expressions are, are telling you. There's a lot more, you know, intuitive things that you probably can't pick up just strictly talking to someone over the phone. So if you guys are figuring out which route to go, start with the in-person first. I mean, that that's, that's what I will always continue to recommend. Sam. Yep. I've, have you, have you done any uh, telesales and virtual sales? I've done maybe a handful, yeah. a handful. And I guess it was like a, more of like a, a 40%. Uh, closing for that, but I'm not gonna lie. I, I like in person a lot more, to be honest. Yeah, I don't really like this telesales. Not saying it's it's bad or anything. I just like being face to face with someone, talking to them, you know, like joking around with them, whatever the case might be. You know, what I'm saying building that rapport with them. I feel like the process of the sale is just easier to understand when you're face to face with someone. Yeah, yeah. I I just like that connection. I mean, yeah, you, you it's like you built that relationship with that person right there. And I, I love when they feed you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh man, <laughs> tell me about it. I'm not for the food. It's just, it's just like, it's nice to be like, this person sees me as another human being. Cause I've, yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to connect with them. And yeah, it's a lot easier to connect it to them when they're at their house. Yeah. So like just last week, this lady, she was just telling me like, I live here by myself. Look at all these trees I have to trim up. And you know, she lives in, in maybe 15 minutes away from me. I simply tell her, Hey, call me one week and I'll come and help you out. <laughs> and she, she just started crying. She said, I didn't think you would do that for me. I'll, I'll do it. Just call me up. I'll come and help you. Yeah. And that's what I think I'm good at. You know, I have a really big heart for people. Um, and they see it. And it, and it just shows. Yeah. Yeah, anytime you can genuinely connect, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. yeah. So, what's, so, yeah, we were talking earlier about your, your biggest challenge so far, and that's overthinking the whole buying leads part. Like, what, yeah. like what goes into that? Yeah, so... I'm very, oh, maybe I should spend my money here. Maybe I should spend it there. At the end of the day, it's all the same thing. It's all the same thing. It's how much you have of it. Yeah. So I, I 
probably only spend maybe a thousand a week on leads right now. Um, and I'm averaging around 25 families a month. And mainly, I obviously you can never go wrong with mailers. Mailers are always solid leads, but again, also having some internet, some Facebook final expense. You know, I've sent out my own mailers. All that you know plays a part. Yeah. So you said the majority of your leads are CRM leads. Yeah, almost may probably be eighty percent. Okay. Yeah. So what what do you say for all the people that say like, oh, people are not interested or they don't pick up or. Yeah, well, you're going to have that. You're, you're basically looking for those few people that do want it. You know, get as much notes as you get. Let's get to the next yes. Okay. Yeah. You can you cannot work any problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's funny, too. I mean, you're talking about spending a thousand a week on leads. You know, we're actually, we're actually, we, we, Marlon posted this old picture. This is from, what, two years ago? Yeah, about two years ago. It's been a while. And then we're like, we're like, we're like, that was such a different time in our lives, like as little as like two years ago. Right. And then we're just looking at it, and he was, he's like, yeah, he's like, back then that was before I started spending two thousand a week on leads, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And, he said that. and you think about how much financially things have changed for him, how how much he's grown, you know, not just professionally but personally. It's all because, you know, you, you make that leap. You know, you decide I'm just gonna I'm gonna commit to my business. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter what type, what, what you're spending in or what you're investing into. You just have to have some steady flow of yeah. leads. Yeah. But you also kind of have to give yourself a shot, especially being new. Yep. You know, your goal is to get the biggest, you know, outcome out of your leads to, you know, continue with your business. So if you're spending, you know, 200 bucks and you're expecting to make all this money, it's not going to happen. Now you give yourself a shot. Um, as long as you know to yourself, you have to be honest with yourself. You know, I'm gonna work these leads, and work those leads, yeah. you know, and get it done. Have you have you been through weeks where you've went through all your leads and didn't get anything? No, no. Until this day, I don't have not one week that I didn't get anything. Okay. Well, I mean, there's no wrong answer to that. I was I was kind of hoping you'd say yeah. That's one week I bombed because, <laughs> because it does happen. Or actually, yeah, one time only. I actually spent. I don't know, it was over a thousand dollars on new internet leads. Yeah. That was my first week trying to tell the sale. That was your first week. Okay. Yeah. I I didn't sell not one thing, but I still had the stash, you know, I still had the the what pile of, of leads. I was like, you know what? I didn't get nothing out of it. Let me see if I could get something out of it now. And just last week I I think I helped two families out of that little pack. I was like, okay, you know, now we got something out of it. Let's move on. Mm. Well, I mean, I, see, I think that's kind of, that kind of proves the point. I mean, like you're, you didn't get anything out of it that week, but you're trying something different. Yeah. You're trying to, trying to do telesales, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was my first week, you know, probably learned a little bit along the way and I was able to help out two more families out of just that little stash I had. Right. And they're probably three months old. Yeah. Yeah. So for anyone out there that's new, if you're, if you're just trying out leads for the first time or you, you know, you're dialing for the first time or you, you bought that many leads for the first time, like, be okay with that. Like it's, it's, it's fine. You're, you're going to mess them up. Like you, if it's something different than something new, like you should anticipate that you're not, you may not get the results that you're anticipating upfront because you, first of all, you don't have this, you don't have the skill level or the experience to be able to get those type of results yet. Facts. You saying both took six years to be the fastest man in the world. Yeah. Sometimes you got to fail before you get that one. It took him how many years? Six years. Six years. Yeah. He was trained. He was always losing in the beginning. Always. And then mm. he kept training. And uh, his coach actually um, 
uh, put him in the 400 to train to train him for the 100. And then ever since he's just started, got out that and then started running, like doing the 100, killing, killing the game. He just came out of nowhere, to be honest, because before then, Asafa Powell was killing the game from Jamaica. I'm not sure if you know who Asafa yeah. Powell was. Yeah. Then, yeah, once Usain Bolt was done, obviously training for that six years, you know, so he came out of beast. Sometimes you got to go through them struggles and, and go through that terrain before you get them wins. Yeah. You definitely compare yourself to others, yeah. especially in this business. But like how a lot of people say, don't compare your day one to their day a thousand. Mm. So, you know, just, just stay in your spot, stay humble. I'll be ready to work every single day. Um, you know, I don't have a work schedule. I, I work whenever I can work. You know, if I have to work on Sundays, I personally don't work Sundays. But if I have to, I will. You know, I, I'm happy to go work. Yeah. I make my schedule. Right. Yeah. Well, you also know you're, in, you're your own boss now. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It's interesting you brought up the whole Usain Bolt thing because I, I think – I think that's a part of like top level athletes that people tend to overlook. Mm-hmm. They just look at the wins. Exactly. Right. But then you don't, you don't look at all the, the training, the preparation, the losses, the hurt, mm-hmm. the pain, all that, all the other stuff that like, I don't well, we were, well, I forgot what we were talking about. We were talking about something about uh, the whole process. And it's like something like easier, hard. If it's something like easier, hard, I mean, easier, hard. It's like, it's all whatever we decided once we want it to be. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Because the thing is, like, the act of calling somebody, like, some people might say it's really easy. Some people might say it's really hard. In reality, it's neither. Yeah. Really, we're just calling. Yeah. Like, just an action. If you decide, you, you decide you're going to tell yourself this is really hard, it's going to be really hard. 100%. If you decide to tell yourself it's easy, it's easy. So, I mean, I, I think that's also the same, same thing when it comes to, you know, someone like Usain Bolt, you know, all those times he lost. Like, you could look, when, when you lose or you face adversity, you can, you can tell yourself, Oh man, this sucks. Like it can't be done, yeah. and you give up. You never get a chance to experience that gold, mm-hmm. you know. But if you if you look at the loss and you, you keep it with the right perspective and just think, okay, well, I know I can do better than this, or I know that if these guys are, are are running at this at this this speed, I can do the same thing if I train, if I put in the work. So you know, we we just have to keep things in perspective and you know realize the struggle and the pain, all that stuff. It's it's part of the process. Yeah. So we also uh, were at the Vegas training a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. Yeah. So how'd you, what'd you think of the experience? Oh, it was awesome. Um, that, the day, that Monday when I came back, um, I remember Bradley, he said, you know, gather up all the little wins. All the little wins are the most important. So I remember my next run day and my, my next out day from that point, um, that meeting, I booked the most appointments I ever booked. And also helped the most families I helped in a day. And simply by making, making my bed in the morning, going to the gym in the morning, having a healthy breakfast in the morning, um, having an hour to yourself, just focus. All those little wins will make such a big impact. And if it wasn't for him to, that told me, hey, gather up all those little wins, I wouldn't have had that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we got to build a momentum. Yeah. And if you, for the, for, if you wake up, I've, I've done this before. I mean, like you wake up late sometimes and then your whole schedule gets thrown off and then yeah. you just feel like you're at, you're at a deficit the whole day. Yeah. And there's, there's nothing to look at to, to, for wins, but yeah, little things like waking up early yeah. and just making your bed, going to working out, you know, doing whatever you need to do and get like, you feel ready. Yeah. Right. Even if I feel like if I haven't got enough wins that morning, I will make up anything to get my wins. Like, Oh, you know what? I'm gonna clean my room before I leave. I want another win. 
just like Quick that, build, build that momentum in yourself. Yep. Yeah. What, what was his quote? He said, like, confidence, confidence is just experience. Put it down somewhere. But it's just something about, like, um, experience, something that you've already experienced. Confidence is knowing that you've already experienced this. Yeah. So I butchered that totally, but <laughs> experience meets preparation. Maybe I've heard that one before. Some something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. But, but um, as far as his specific training, like what what other stuff did you have you started applying to your own business? Um. So I like it's crazy how he says that you know that he was gonna get to integrity before us. Yeah. I like wow this guy he has that <laughs> advantage on me but you know what um that kind of pushes you more you know you know what i need to get on this i need to build my team i need to get on that you know because i want to be there yep. how big is this team like how many families do we know do i you know i don't know the specifics but we don't care yeah i mean i, I like i like the competitiveness though. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah i'm curious yeah, I'm, I'm for it if i see that you're doing more families than me i'm gonna find a way to beat you next time yeah i like it yeah, if someone else is doing it, why can't you? Yeah. What is that? But yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I think the biggest takeaway, I think we talked about this last time, is it, it's just, like he said, if, if you knew twice the people that you know now, you'd have twice what you have. Yeah. Right? I think I've heard that. Yeah. I'm not sure. Was it like on one of his, uh, his Instagram posts or something like that? I'm sure. I'm, I don't know. He's always posting. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure you might have seen it. Or we might have been, we might have been talking here. Yeah, one of, one of the yeah. two. But I mean, yeah, so I mean, you've actually started picking up on your social media. Yeah, I try to. I mean, whatever, you know, if it the fish grabs it, it grabs it. But I at least try to post a couple things every single day. Um, just because you got to put your name out there. You have to let people know what you're doing. And people want to, people like consistency. No. So if they see you're kind of in and, in and out, not really fully committed, why would they, why would they even join your team? You know? So they have to know that you're fully committed to it. Um, and then they'll see and they'll want to, you know, to come work with. You. Yeah. What's up? I mean, so that's ultimately your goal to, to build a team. Yeah. So I told myself by December, I have to be at logo and I'm going to do that. There it is. And by logo, that's a hundred families helped in a month. Yeah. You wouldn't know the specific numbers. You'll reach out to one of us. We, yeah. we can give you the specific numbers, but yeah. But I'm throwing it out there already by the, by the end of the year, I have to be at logo. You have you have a specific game plan for that? Um, simply by working myself, meaning spending more on leads, helping more families, reaching out to all my warm market. Um, to bring posting. to bring them on board to get them yeah. covered insurance. Like no, no, bring them on board. Um, to work together to get that get to that. Yeah. Okay. John so the, John uh, has the quote. Yeah. Was, Confidence is the memory of winning. Oh yeah. Uh, so, there's something similar, even though it was, it said nothing like that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like everything is the same, but just worded differently in life. Like all these quotes, all these sayings, all these like Instagram posts. It's like, oh, interesting. But it's like saying the same thing as things you've heard in the past. Things are tried and true, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, things that work in success is it's not all that different. Like yeah. that's, it could be like cross different sports or, or business or whatever. Like there's one, there's, there's pretty much, one way of doing it like there's like different like iterations of it but you know you got you got to know what you're doing put in work yeah. surround yeah. yourself with the right people right? Yeah. <laughs> what is it there there's multiple uh routes 
to the same destination or some shit like something like that, something like that, or multiple. I don't know, something like that. It was. I mean, that's true. Yeah. What we're, what we're saying though. But I mean, but yeah, I mean, there are going to be a lot of different routes because yeah. we're all individuals, and we all you know, exactly we, everything that makes us individuals is what makes you know our what? individual journey different. There's yeah. different ways to skin a cat. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is, I think. Well, there's there's that too. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. skinning cats. But... Yeah. Why would you want to skin yeah. a cat? It's a saying, guys. I, I come know, on. It's just weird. <laughs> well. We're, we're we're talking about we we're talking to Cliff the other night about about and we've actually been talking to you for a while about about social media. So what? Oh like, yeah. But what's what like what? Why do you not post? Oh man, you are gonna put me on blast? Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> <laughs> if I had a zoom, I, I would zoom on. I'm saying there's a there's there's a few reasons, but I feel I feel the main one is just me being too too in my head, my own thoughts, and holding myself back from actually being consistent and posting on social media. And, you know, talking to Yoel, talking to Abba, we've been talking about this for a long, long time. But long story short, uh, I ended up making a decision to just, like, just do it and just not hold back. Because uh, when I, I don't remember the the exact way the quote was said, but Albert posted uh, this one quote on uh, social media recently, and he tagged me in it. It was something about, uh, I can't even remember. Fear, fear of failure, fear. People get hung up too much on fear, fear of failure, fear of rejection, whereas... Uh, regret is the, the only real thing exactly exactly so that quote that one i was like oh man after i kind of like feel like things happen in life for a reason so we had that conversation then that post happened right after and i was like man like regret is actually the the, the biggest thing out of everything and i don't want to sit there you know a year from now two years from now and regret not doing what i needed to do to get to where i need to get to you know for my own personal growth and for the growth of my business so I just made the decision to just do it. Like if it feels some, if I feel some type of way, if I feel a little shy or whatever the case might be, just get it done. Because once you get it done, now you can move on. And it's like, well, I got it done. You know what I'm saying? Whether it worked out or not, I got it done. I don't got to think about it anymore. Yeah. But yeah. Well, yeah, it was, it was a failure and, and rejection are both answers. Exactly. It may not be the answers you want, but they're answers. Yeah, exactly. Whereas regret isn't always going to be, is always going to be an unanswered question. Exactly. Yeah. I'm way too in my head to not get these questions answered. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, I'm the exact same way. So whenever you guys, whenever you guys are doubting whether or not to post, just think about Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the perfect example, guys. Well, I mean, yeah, we we got nothing to lose. I mean, I I, I used to I used to be that way for for a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. most of the time I just didn't post it. I'm like, eh, I don't think I have anything interesting to say. Mm-hmm. When when I when I always feel like I I do conversationally because I'm you know I'm 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 at least asking people questions and yeah trying to figure out how what they're thinking because i want to see if it, my way of thinking is way off yeah. or like i'm i'm kind of pretty close to, to what other people are thinking you know so we all have something to offer you know just be you yeah, yeah. Just post, post about stuff that you know yeah. post about stuff that makes you happy post about stuff that you feel accomplished about doesn't doesn't mean everyone has to like it yeah i i always use other people's posts if i look at your story and i and i, and I like your post i'll just repost it on mine yeah. Oh, I use use other people as your advantage too. Right. Yeah. And and that actually helps them too. Yeah. You're further putting it out there. So um all right. So I'm gonna ask, ask you our 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 normal questions. So if an agent's struggling, what's what's a piece of advice you would give them? Struggling. Well, first, I mean you have to know the root of the problem, you know, it, struggling with if he's not helping enough families, then we got to find out, you know, how many leads are you getting? Um, 
if he has enough leads, okay, let me see your script. And so it all depends on what the root of the problem is. Um, but that's why, like how I'm not scared to ask questions. I'm not scared to ask for help. I know a lot of people out there that are scared to ask for help. Um, they have just a big ego. At the end of the day, you're just going to hurt yourself. Right. So you have to be open to, you know, I text you all the time. I text Terrence like crazy. Respect to him because I text him a lot. Um, YouTube videos like crazy. You always have to be able to find information you need, um, but you have to go look for it. No one's going to go look for it for you. So just be open to, you know, ask your questions. Don't be scared to ask questions. And just be resourceful. Yeah. Right? It's, it's funny, though. I mean, you, yeah, when you first made that transition, you used to text a little bit more often. And then, and then as, as time has gone on, like, you text me less and less. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah. I see as a good thing because it just, and not because and I don't then, want you to bother the me. questions are just. Right. You're, that yeah. means you're knowing the answers. Though. Exactly. Yeah. And then, obviously, the, the questions are now different. Before, it was just, oh, what do I write for this person? Right. And now it's like, okay, how do I, you know, get more recruits? In? So, so the, the questions always change. Just don't, don't ever stop asking questions. Yeah. I think that's kind of like beautiful as well, because it's like the, the ones that, that ask, that are actually putting in the work and asking these questions, and then you can kind of see their growth and how they're developing. And now they're looking towards building their business as far as like recruiting and or whatever the case might be. I think that's pretty cool to see yeah. like, you know, where you where you started and where you're at right now. Just imagine where you're going to be another six months from now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think questions tell a lot about people too. Yeah. You know, the thing is, if, if you're asking a question because you're new, it's normal. Yeah. yeah. But if you're asking that same question like six months later, it's That's, like, yeah. have you not been working? Have you not been paying attention? Have yeah. you not been trying to like absorb some of this stuff? Because I mean, it's it's not that you you can't you have no one to ask. It's just mm-hmm. like, shouldn't this something be something that you take that seriously or you want to continue to? Add it to your overall repertoire. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you the same question then, Cliff. If, if the agent's struggling, what, what's your advice to them? Um, yeah, I would have to just piggyback on what, the, what Jonathan said. It's like you just got to figure out what the root of the problem is and then tackle it from there. And obviously you want to, you know, go back and test it to say, okay, well, we, if, if you're not buying enough leads, let's get you some leads and then let's see how, this, how it goes from there. Now, if this problem is still happening as well, well, it's really probably not the leads. It's well, it probably was leads plus something else as well. You just got to go back in and try to like figure out what that root is or what you can say the additional problem is and fix whatever problem uh, that particular agent might be having. And then from there, I feel like they'll end up uh, growing from there, obviously developing and, and honing their own skills and things like that. So, yeah, I would agree with uh, what Jonathan said. Yeah. So next question is, What's your daily routine? Daily routine. Okay. So I wake up right on the dot 550 is my alarm. Okay. I don't know why I have a 550. I just do. Um, me and my wife, we go to the gym together. Um, I try to be home by seven uh, just to get all my leads ready. Um, if I need to print them out, print them out. Um, typically, I'll make my daughter breakfast before she goes to school. Um, and then I dial at eight o'clock. Start at eight. Um, from eight, I tell myself I'm not gonna get out of this chair till lunchtime. So typically by lunchtime, I have almost all the appointments that I need. Um, if not, I, I give myself a little two-hour break. So from 12 to 2, I'll take lunch, I'll do any back-end work that I need to do, reach out back to clients, whatever it may be. And then I'm back at it um, from two to whenever I finish. And that's typically um 
well, just my dial days. So Mondays, um, I'll do for my in-home, and then Thursday through Saturday, everything telesell. So do you find do you find yourself getting better results dialing earlier in the morning or in the afternoon? Oh, I I prefer the mornings, especially because if you just can knock everything out in the morning, um, you're just gonna have an advantage. Oh, yeah. you, know, you get a lot a lot more done in the afternoon that you don't have to worry about anymore. Yeah. Plus it's stacking up the wins like we were talking about yeah. earlier, right? Yeah. If you if you already know you're already booked up for the next few days, early yeah. in the day, and then you have the rest of the day you can go and enjoy. Yeah, exactly. I always try, obviously, the minimum everyone says have 15 appointments minimum. I like to personally have like 20. Uh, just because you're going to have those people that just no show you, don't open the door. So you always have to, you know, make up for that. So I always like to book 20. Um, and then typically, you know, I'm helping to probably almost, if not half, maybe a little less than half of those. So, yeah. How's your show ratio? Yeah. How's your show ratio? Oh, um, Probably like 75%. Okay. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. What about you, Cliff? What's your, what's your daily routine? Um, daily routine on a good day. I definitely don't wake up at 530. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, <laughs> I usually go to sleep like uh, around 2. So I'm up at like 630 more or less, 637. And what I like to do, what I've recently started doing actually, um, I, I wasn't doing this before, but, you know, I've been talking uh, to Lisa a lot and, you know, performance coach for those of you who don't know who she is and um, I've been journaling a lot so what I do is journal in the morning and I'll do a little bit of meditation and from there I'll just go on like a quick little run just to kind of get my body going and usually in the morning uh, my my day doesn't really start as far as like when it comes to like recruiting and stuff until like around 10 30 11 because I'm really recruiting like pretty heavy out there in like Florida and you know just for compliance reasons like I can't be like sending out anything uh, as far as like uh, recruiting uh, to any of these people until around, I think, I think it's like seven for them or something. But basically, the the, t the time works out. Yeah. So I start uh, getting calls as far as like recruiting calls, like around 11, 11 a.m. And then from, from 11 a.m. to about 3.30, more or less, I'm getting calls uh, through that time. And after that, I'm just really on social media, just contacting different agents on LinkedIn, contact, contact different agents from different agencies. I'm not, I don't want to just name any agencies right now, but just different agencies trying to get them on board, trying to see, show them the opportunity and see basically what I can bring uh, to this uh, organization to obviously bring value to me, but also bring value to them. So my day is like strictly just recruiting and also, you know, touching bases with my, my agents within the agency and helping my downlines if they have any questions and so on and so forth. So it kind of, that's one of, uh, you can say a real good day. It's pretty, it's pretty spanned out well, as far as like the amount of time that I use. On a bad day, sometimes a little slow because sometimes you know recruiting doesn't necessarily uh, come in as uh, as 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 good. But for the most part, that's how my days looks. It's pretty simple. It's just geared on recruiting. Yep. Yeah. So the better routine that we all have, I mean, the, the more successful we can be. I mean, yeah. it, the more predictable things will be because at least you know you did your part. Yeah. You know, isn't it the worst feeling like you've been you went through your day and you're like ah oh, I wish I did this or I wish I did that. But if you have a really good routine, I mean, you already know you took care of those things because you're you're leaving all the thinking part to the actual challenges that come up as you're doing it yeah you know rather than burning that bandwidth on oh did i do this or what should i do next or you know having yeah. a, having a good routine it'll 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 really change like your discipline your habits everything else yeah yeah especially when you're working from home you have to have a lot of discipline you know when i first started i i don't know how many bathroom trips i would take how many snack breaks i would take and you just got to tell yourself, you know what, I'm going to sit here 
till lunchtime. It has to get done because you, you don't want to mess with your subconscious and take those losses. That's only going to affect you in the long run. Do your kids let you work? I mean, do they, do they distract you? Uh, most of the time they burgeon. Um, they'll start dancing, play with Alexa, and and I tell them, hey, you know what? I need to get back to work. Yeah, I need to get out, and they'll get out. You have an office? Yeah, yeah. So we have our, I have my own office at my home. Um, I do have an office near me. Um, I personally just like to dial from home. Um, and, you know, if I have any questions, I already, you know, I have Terrence or you to reach out to, so I, I don't really have no issues. Yeah. All right, final question. Aside from money, what do you do this for? Um, I only do anything for my family. It's been like that since day one. Um, when I made the decision to come here, my decision, I mean, what I always thought was I need to make sure I take care of them. You know, I have to make the right decision for them. I mean, I could care less about myself, right? So to me, it's obviously we make good money here, right? Um, but it's also taking advantage of your life. Sometimes we just get stuck on like, you have to go to college. You have to do that. You have to find a good job, nine to five job, right? You get so used to that. And it's like you, your bubble so small. And coming here, it just opens your mind up to many things and, and you won't settle for less anymore. That's for sure. Um, and I wish just people would realize that. And, and that's one of the reasons why I post because people, people don't realize those things that there's so much more out there but you just got to open your mind and be open to it. Do you think there's a lot of people in your area where you live? Do you think there's a lot of people that could use something like this? Oh, anybody could. It's, I came from the construction industry. This has nothing to do with whatever I was doing. So, I mean, it, a lot, I feel like a lot of people are scared. Like, I have no idea what that is. I didn't either. They simply just told me, buy these leads, call them, go help them out. Right. So um, obviously I'm, I'm, I'm going to take over my area and help out as many, um, you know, get people as much as we can on board. Yeah. Well, if people want to work with you, how do they, how do they find you? Yeah. So they could hit me up on Instagram, uh, Jonathan underscore Reynoso. Um, and then just, just DM me and I'll help you out as best as I can. All right. Before we wrap up, Cliff, aside from money, what do you, what do you do this for? Aside from money, it's 100% for the money. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going I'm to be 100% honest with you guys. It's 100% for the money and the pursuit of freedom yeah. and, the, and, and, the, and the people you can say that I care so much about to also buy them freedom. Because the way I see it is like, I want to be able to enjoy this life, whatever, how many, how many other years I have, I want to enjoy it to the, to the best of my ability and, you know, have whatever life has to offer. Yeah. And the only way to do that is by getting this money. So it's 100% about the money for me. And also, obviously, the family's involved as well because without that money, I can't show them that good life either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. About yeah. the money. I was going to say, money's it's just facts. paper. It's what you do with it, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's about the money. You know what I'm saying? For me, I like, the okay, what are you going to do with that money? Yeah, for the freedom, yeah. huh? Like that. To enjoy life. Yeah. To help them enjoy life. Yeah. yeah. It costs money to live. Facts. Yeah, that's for sure. Facts. So, I mean, yeah, money is not the most important thing for sure, but the, the thing is, it's the quickest, easiest way to 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 exchange value, right? Yeah. So if you want something back, I mean, you you got you almost kind of have money, have to have money, unless you're in such a niche place where you can exchange whatever value that you have yeah. in other ways. But yeah, just make your money. Yeah. I mean, 
but um but but yeah I mean that's that uh that's good answers I mean I really I really I'm I'm always curious to see like what 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 people think about those those little things because I mean that that says a lot about how are you gonna run your day-to-day stuff so yeah you know, I appreciate you coming in and yeah, and, no and, and joining us making the drive yeah as, as always appreciate okay. so for all you guys that are, that are out here appreciate you guys uh, spending some time with us this week uh, thank one special thanks to Jonathan Reynoso and Clifton Henry for for hopping on with us. Thank you to UL for producing the show, and then for all of you guys, let's, let's go out there and just apply some of this stuff. I mean, it's, none of this is like super complicated. We just got to go out there and figure out what we want, figure out what we're willing to do for it, what we're willing to give up for it, and let's just go out and pursue it. Let's go out there. Let's go out there and be lead guys.